0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Underlying Perceptions. It's your boy Kariga again. And today I'm here to bring an underlying perception on a good topic. Uh, but it'll be a, you know, be a little short episode, keep it brief with y'all. But um, it's gonna be about boundaries, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that just would be a topic to talk about today. And it's also an article that I have written up that I am gonna publish on my website today. So uh if you see me on my phone right now, it's just because I am getting ready to upload that article for y'all so y'all have something to you know read and look up my write-up and everything based on what boundaries are essential boundaries you know so before we hop into that discussion I just want to go ahead and give everybody a nice little weekly update so um, everything's been good with me so far everything's been great Uh, as you can see I ain't got my glasses today because I need a new prescription the other ones is uh you know a little messed up so I'm not able to see through them well so if you see me doing something like this and you know, all just your your boy is visually struggling a little bit but he good he good I still see you um I have a you know I have a position held now to work at a psych firm that uh, I will be starting next week so that's a blessing and I just want to go ahead and just you know kind of highlight the fact that I'm getting back into my uh my mojo you know taking a year off of um work and mental health and just focusing on my schooling was very beneficial. And also, you know, raising my son too. So just being more present during his life by watching him grow, you know, crawling to walking and, you know, talking and everything is just, uh, it was necessary to just have that year off. And with the balance of school and doing practicum, um, it has been pretty overwhelming. So, you know, being able to take a break from work and just focus on my education and my family was very, very necessary um, during that time. So now I'm about to get back into it and, oh man, I just can't wait to get back into helping the community. You know what I'm saying? Getting back to doing what I I love to do. You know, Um, they always say, wake up. And if you wake up loving what you do, then that's the job for you. And I I love working in mental health. I love being able to teach youth, um, helping out adults and the elders because, you know, Uh, everybody needs to cherish and prioritize their mental health. You know, at the end of the day, it's like a computer not functioning without a brain, you know, then your computer doesn't really function, right? Your body's the same way. You know, your brain is everything. Your mindset is everything. And that also impacts your physical health. Everything connects. You know what I'm saying? So shout outs to all the medical doctors and and shout outs to all the mental doctors because y'all are just as important, you know? So keeping the, keeping the body healthy, physically, mentally, um it's everything and you know me having a role in my community by being able to provide mental health services uh for those that do need it oh man it's a blessing so i'm getting right back into it, y'all starting next week so underlying perceptions is going to continue but uh the scheduling is just going to have to be rearranged a bit just because now that the grind is um starting back up uh the there's going to be a conflict in schedule with the show so Best believe, stay in tune on my social media, my Instagram at XCARIGA, and also my website. I will keep everybody updated. Um, yes, I will still be here with Room Service Radio. And, uh, you know, it's still popping because Room Service Radio definitely was a great foundation and is a great foundation for underlying perceptions. Because, you know, that's where it started. You know, it started right here. And y'all got to witness the the greatness. So, I love where the show is going. I love the support, the solidarity with the room service team. You know, it's a blessing. So, I'm going to always, always support and, you know, be here in Cahoots and make it happen. You know, make the dream work, you know. So... That's the update. I just wanted to let y'all know that. That's where Kariga's been. That's where uh, the hustle's been. And I know that it's going to take a little bit away from me trying to make music, too. So I ended up dropping a little free mixtape on Um It's called Realism, 10 tracks. I believe it's 10 tracks. Nine or 10 tracks. But go ahead and tap in. You know, it's, a, it's Fire Project. Probably overall, it's like a 20-minute um, project, you know, 15-minute project. The songs are pretty short, but... It it, is powerful in each song, so tap in with it, you know what I'm saying? And uh, let me know what you think is free. It'll ask you for an email, then it'll send you the uh, direct link to the email, and also it will subscribe you to my Carriga.Bandcamp page. So if you don't have no problem with it, every time I drop on that page, you will get an email notification. And everything that do drop on the Carriga.Bandcamp page is free. So even though I do have my albums that are on Apple Music and Spotify, such as 28 and Indubitably, it is also free for download on my Bandcamp. So tap in, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I love making music. I just put it on other platforms just because, you know, I just like to reach out to different people that have different platforms that they listen to. So, you know, if I could touch all platforms with my music, I will do that. But you can always get my music for free on bandcamp.com, karega.bandcamp.com. And if you don't know if you don't know how to navigate to that, just go to my website and it's the first picture you see that says Carriga Discography. Click on that picture right there. And it'll lead you right there to my website. So you can go ahead and get some of that curriculum in your playlist, man. I'm telling you, go slap it. So done with the update, time to provide these underlying perceptions on boundaries real quick. So right now I'm looking at my article that will be publishing. Um, It looks like it'll be published within the next three hours. So uh, in the meantime, I'm just going to go ahead and just review over what you're going to be getting today. Um, at least by 5 p.m., you know what I'm saying? So boundaries, you know, is very essential and keen in relationships. You know what I'm saying? Now, when I say essential boundaries, I'm saying boundaries in all realms. You know, we're talking marital boundaries, friendships, relationships, sexual boundaries, therapeutic boundaries, etc. Boundaries is keen in all elements and all variables of your life. You know what I'm saying? And your upbringing and how you was raised also impacts how you perceive boundaries and the boundaries of others you know what i'm saying so what like what i mean by that is if you grew up not knowing boundaries or being uh taught boundaries then 9 times out of 10 you're going to cross boundaries um with the intentions of not knowing that you are crossing them or not feeling some type of way that you are ruining some of your best relationships because you're not able to understand why a person is very, very big on their, uh, on their boundaries. And when you're not raised and taught on boundaries, it does impact, uh, your communication skills, your social skills. Um, it impacts the way that you do connect with people, your connectedness, you know what I'm saying? And the reason why connectedness is important in this world is because it's, it's a key to happiness. It's a key to, uh, You know, honestly, sanity, you know, people need people, you know, people need to be around people, people need relationships. And the more and more your connectedness is, um, you know, astray, then it tends to, you know, put you once again in a depression state, uh, anxiety, Um, you become more anxious, uh, angry, you know, you deal with frustrations more. Um, and the way you handle situations may not be the best decision or the best way to handle a situation, you know, and it just goes back to my last episode where I was kind of briefly going over CBT cognitive behavioral therapy, where I was saying cognitive distortions, you know, um, does play a role in to how boundaries are also perceived and, You know, in my article, I kind of, you know, go over like what are the various viewpoints of boundaries. So right here in in, in my article, I said because everyone has various viewpoints, ideas and ways of being in the world, interpersonal connections can be challenging to navigate. Um, What I mean by that is, you know, once again, you, you never know somebody's boundaries unless it's communicated. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that every time you communicate boundaries in the beginning, the relationship is just fine. No, new boundaries do come up about because, you know, at the end of the day, you're still learning a person. You're not going to learn a person in a whole 24 hours, but you could learn enough to see like maybe by you being aware of their boundaries, it brings up more awareness to how you approach people with different viewpoints, uh, different cultural perspectives and um, cultural upbringings. You know what I'm saying? Uh, culture plays a big factor. An example of culture playing a big factor is um, different countries, you know, like uh Shaking hands, shaking people's hands with the left hand, can be seen disrespectful in some cultures, and in, in some cultures, it's highly okay, it's respectable. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's things like that, or sometimes we perceive how we perceive eye contact to be respect because it shows that we're attentive to the person we're talking to. But in some countries, um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, eye contact can be seemed, um like a boundary crosser, like you're, uh, you're looking too deep into, uh, into them or, um, it's making them very uncomfortable. It could be a boundary crossing thing. So like I said, what you think is respectful may not be respectful to the next person. And this is why it's very, very important to communicate your boundaries because it builds a mutual respect, uh, uh, respect between you and the next person, you know, and then eventually it leads into that connectedness I was just talking about. The world always is going to have its own views. You know, your views about certain things, people are not always going to agree with. You know what I'm saying? The prime example is, like I said, you go to YouTube, right? I think Michael Jackson is one of the greatest artists of all time. And notice I said one of the greatest artists of all time. And I could say I love his song, Human Nature. It's actually my number one favorite Michael Jackson song. Human Nature, I love it, right? I go on YouTube and then there's... Hella dislikes. There's more likes, though. The ratio for likes and dislikes, obviously, is more likes. It's more love. But the fact that it got dislikes makes me think, like, oh, people have a different perspective. People have a different view on this song. Or people uh, see this song or hear this song differently than how I hear. Because I feel like everybody should love this song. Even if you're not a fan of Michael Jackson. If you hear it, you will love it. But then you go on YouTube, and it's a prime example. When you read comments, when you... When you look at likes and dislikes, when you go on Instagram and see why certain things blow up and other things don't, and or when you mention something, some people feel personally attacked. Uh, let's think of topics like Black Lives Matter. You know, happy Black History Month. Um, this is definitely a month to always celebrate. You know what I'm saying? Even though our history is more is worth more than 28 days, uh, still blessed to even have a Black History Month. So go ahead and Use this platform some more to kind of explain why when we talk about black history, uh, it is also deemed negative to some people. You know what I'm saying? Once again, uh, the boundaries between that, you know, when we see country, uh, not countries, uh, companies like Xbox, PlayStation, Walmart, Home Depot. When we see these uh, organizations pay homage to Black Lives Matter, you know, some some black people are like, good, you know, we need more recognition for our people and for what we've been through and the traumas and the struggles we have dealt with and the blood, sweat, and tears we put into this country and and so forth, right? But then you do have some black people that look down upon the fact that these companies are highlighting Black History Month or um, even there was a clip, uh, you know, going around of Morgan Freeman some time back where he was in an interview with a uh, Jewish man. Um, that's how he identified himself in the interview. And Morgan Freeman said, I don't like Black History Month. I feel like our history is more than a month. You know, It's 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 nothing to be proud of. Do you want a Jewish History Month? And the Jewish guy was like, no, I don't want that. And he said, man, I don't want it either. And he said, the way racism would stop is if you stop calling me a black man, I stop calling you a Jewish man. And some people looked at that like, okay, that's deep, that's powerful. I see where he's coming from. Some people felt attacked as it's like, he's not black. He's taken away from his blackness. And you see how viewpoints get in the way. And then sometimes it's a, it's a boundary thing. Now, some people feel that their boundaries as a black person is being crossed. Uh, When certain countries are not, not countries, companies are not paying homage to the black history month or showing love. Some people feel like their boundaries are being attacked or, you know what I'm saying? So it's like the view, the viewpoints in the world. um, When we have these conversations with some of our non-black friends, you know what I'm saying? Um, You know, they, they, let's be honest, they're not going to truly understand uh, the black struggle if they're not black, you know what I'm saying? And that's something that we have to also be aware of, you know, uh, black people need to stop seeking so much validation for people outside of black people, you know what I'm saying? What we need to do is kind of focus on how we going to keep that solidarity with ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Because once we figure that we can come to peace with that and we can also, you know, work together and and put aside the BS where we're always killing each other. We put out this narrative that, you know, black men can't go with a black woman because of the attitude, or black women can't be with a black man because black men this, this, and this. And, and especially when we're on social media and we're promoting this in a comedy fashion, like when we do light skin versus dark skin memes. And when we do that stuff, it's like, yeah, I get it. It's hilarious. It's funny sometimes. But then it's a boundary crossing because it's like now you're allowing people that you're always seeking validation from to feel that they're able to also cross this boundary. You know, like we'll see, uh, people of uh, non-black, you know, get on social media and they're rapping songs and they intentionally cut out the N word when they're mimicking songs that have the N word in it. And it's like, you know, and then people are like, black people come in and they're like, you know, making funny gestures like, "Oh, I thought you was going to say, you're invited to the cookout and da, da 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 and it's it's like we're allowing boundaries to be crossed constantly when we do shit like that. If you don't believe me, then that's or if you don't agree with me, that's perfectly fine you know what I'm saying, but once again, it's my perception on it, and I feel like that's that's a boundary thing, you know what I'm saying like. We're not We're not going to always be taken serious if we always make a joke out of everything and then we allow others to make a joke about it as well. You know what I'm saying? Once again, let's work on that solidarity more. It's going to, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. So there's just something to keep in mind. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the first person to speak on this topic. So I know this has been said years before my time. But, you know, I would like to reiterate it and just kind of reassure that, you know, boundaries is a two-way street you feel me like if you want your boundaries respected you also have to prioritize your boundaries and respect your boundaries so you can model that for those when you do address your boundaries if you allow one person to do this to you then you're telling this person they can't it's it's a miscommunication in boundaries and it's also showing uncertainty for your own personal boundary some people feel co- uncomfortable when it comes to Addressing their own boundaries, and that's an anxiety thing, you know what I'm saying, or that's also an upbringing thing, you know what I'm saying, like how you was brought up where you your boundaries was always crossed, and then when it came to trying to communicate it, you was you was either never heard or you was um, disciplined in a way where it was unjust, and it just made you feel uncomfortable every time you try to address your boundaries. So when your boundaries do get crossed by certain people, even at your work job, you know you allow your boss to disrespect you or you allow them to do that because they cut your check. That's you not being firm or on your boundaries. You know what I'm saying? And once again, that goes to a uh, upbringing. It goes to a childhood thing. So once again, boundaries, man, it's, it's, it's paramount in our relationships and also how we get our points across. You know what I'm saying? And when you're able to discuss your boundaries with people, then you're able to kind of, you know, develop that connectedness and that mutual respect. And it also leads to that agree to disagree aspect where it's like we can still respect each other. But now you know where my boundaries are. I know where your boundaries are. So when we when we communicate or when we talk or when we're linked up or connected in some way, there's going to be some mutual respect because we came to a common ground that we have established together. Very important, you know, so that's kind of what I mean by when I say that, you know, interpersonal connections is worldwide, but it also can be uh, very challenging to navigate. That's what I mean by that. Uh, also, I wrote within professional, and personal interactions, boundaries allow each person to keep their own identity and personal space. And it's true. You know, um, you're allowed to identify with whoever you identify with. Now, Black History Month again, I'm, I'm since it's, you know, my first episode of Black History Month, I'm just going to state. I'm just going to use examples regarding that because, yeah, that's what my platform. That's, that's my platform. That's what I'm going to do. Identity. Now, I've been in college classes right where it'd be like maybe five four black people in a classroom of 20 people because in this field we don't have many of our people that's in this field but we are starting to see them come out more so it's a blessing you know what i'm saying let's let's make this cultural you know people from all cultures are now getting into this field you know uh black latino latinx you know um asian uh indian um muslim you know we're we're getting people from all culture all cultural groups ethnicities nationalities that's actually participating in mental health for their uh for their community and this is a blessing um i noticed that when a teacher would say now how many and this was a great great uh a discussion in class but the teacher was like who identifies as black in here so remind you is me and four other black colleagues in this class so obviously nobody else is raising their hand besides actually two of us that identified as black myself and another fellow colleague of mine the other three said i'm not black i'm african-american Then that led to a debate between the colleague that identified as black and then it led to a debate with uh, two other colleagues out of the three that identified as African-American. And see that that right there is a personal identity thing. And I when I seen the argument, you know, I, I kind of stepped in and kind of like, you know, tried to, you know, mediate the situation. But I also let them have that conversation because I wanted to see how far I would go. And it didn't get bad, but it was just it was it wasn't displayed in a way where those that are not black looking at it is perceiving, Oh, they're they get hostile when they're in conversation. They get hostile when it's a debate. There's already a stereotype out there. So I was just, you know, just seeing how that conversation go and you're, you're allowed to, you know, I was hearing different perspective and it it both made sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just used to every time I'm black, 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 you know, when I'm checking papers, when it came to SATs, ACTs, surveys and stuff, Oh, black, 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 you know what I'm saying? So when I was hearing different perspectives as to why you identify as black, it gave me, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. I agree with that. That's kind of where I was with. Then when I hear identify as African-American I say, I mean, yeah, that too. I checked that box off too, but I got to understand both perspectives, African-American, the person that identified as African-American said, oh, well, my skin isn't black. I'm not black. That's a dark color. That color means it's negativity. Duh, 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 duh. Their whole perspective on it was in a negative connotation. I'm not dark skinned. I'm brown skinned. So I'm not black. I'm African-American. My, my ancestors are from African descent. Understandable. I said, okay, now that makes sense. And then the person said, I'm black because that's who I am. That's what That's what we were taught. Our ancestors X, Y, and Z went through X, Y, and Z and I'm, I'm, I'm for my black people and we have this stand da, 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 da. And I was like, okay. And then just led into this, you know, this argument to where if after a while, you know, I hopped in and, you know, had my two senses shared while also, you know, understanding both because I'm like, yeah, I can identify with both. You know what I'm saying? I just raised my hands. The so first thing I heard, well, yeah, I'm black for sure. Straight up. Um, but that goes to show you identity. Now, then there's a boundary thing, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, some people take it to heart. Well, I'm not African. I'm born in America. How am I African? So, I'm I'm, I'm not going to identify just American. I'm black. Makes sense. So, I'm like, okay, I hear two different perspectives. Once again, it's deep, deep-rooted, you know what I'm saying? So, especially with black people, you know what I'm saying? Like, if y'all ever uh, really want to get in deep about, like, the different types of black people, there is a Willie Lynch letter which uh, is still out there, you know what I'm saying? It's still on the internet, you can get access to. It's, it's no longer rare, but it's also not really talked about. And, um, you know, boundaries within the black community is sometimes taboo, especially like, you know, growing up and if you were to have a mental health issue, well, identified it now, but back then, it was always seen that, oh, you're just a little touched. Oh, you you just... You, you, you know, you're just this, you're just that it was always minimized. And then it's like that right there kind of, you know, messed up the boundaries a little bit between that, that child and that parental connection. Oh, stay in the child's place. Oh, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Or every time you had something to say, which wasn't necessarily an argument, but you had some uh, uh, something to say, it was always shut up, stay in a kid's place, et cetera, age, uh, X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? And this is when the child grows up thinking that this is a form of communication and that boundaries no longer exist. So then that child grow up not respecting the boundaries of others or let alone not even respecting their own personal boundaries. You know what I'm saying? So like I say, a lot of this is deep rooted in boundaries. It's not just for the black people. I'm not saying that. I'm using that as my own personal example but boundaries is a worldwide thing, and everybody from all cultures have them. Everybody individually have them. You have your individual boundaries. You have your collectivistic boundaries, which is your boundaries with your group of people that you identify with, your traditional boundaries. Um, and then I went back earlier, like I said in the beginning, your marital boundaries, your relationship boundaries, friendship boundaries. Mental health-wise, we're thinking therapeutic boundaries. You know what I'm saying? When when boundaries are discussed, when boundaries is not seen as weird or taboo, it, it makes the relationship stronger. It actually develops that connectedness a little more stronger than if you weren't talking about boundaries and then you just see everything fall apart. We see friendships, relationships, marriages, um, even the sex life of those in, in relationships um, in therapy sessions, dealing with uh. You know, clients that are not aware of what boundaries are and dealing with therapists that are not competent in understanding cultural boundaries. This stuff plays a big factor in how we connect and how we communicate. And it, it definitely, definitely impacts our communication skills, because if we don't know how to respect other people's boundaries, then we really don't know how to respect people. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, that's why I go by when I say it's your own identity. It's your personal space. And you're allowed to protect that. When you hear people say, protect my energy, I'm protecting my energy. That's a boundary. You're protecting your boundaries. Your energy is your boundary. That's your personal space. It's your safe haven. That is your identity. And you have every right to protect it. And you also have every right to communicate that to somebody who may not understand it or displaying actions that is not necessarily aligned with your boundaries. And then, not only do you want your boundaries respected, but once again, you want to respect others' boundaries in reflection of how you want your boundaries to be respected. You know what I'm saying? So keep that in mind in all elements of your life, in all variables of your life. Um, I also go on to say that boundaries are the rules that a person sets for themselves, dictating how they want to be treated and what kinds of interactions they're ready to tolerate from others. And that goes back to the awareness. You know, so... Based on your awareness, it's up to you to tolerate those that are constantly, constantly, constantly disrespecting your boundaries. Or um, it's up to you if you feel that you can work with this person on understanding your boundaries and then probably helping them develop awareness of their own boundaries, you know? So, yeah, that's what I mean by that. Upbringing, culture, and other uh, variables may all play a role in determining a person's boundaries. People whose parents did not set healthy boundaries, for example may find it challenging to build good boundaries for themselves since they were never taught how to do so. And that just goes back to what I was saying earlier. You know what I'm saying? So for all parents out there um, that have children, you know, teach your child boundaries, you know, um, as soon as you can, you know, Uh, because once again, babies, (laughs) they they come into this world with no boundaries. They just know the world for what it is and they just going to experience it how they are and they learn as they go. And once again, we're... As long as we're on this earth, we're still learning. No matter what age you are, you're still learning. So boundaries is something to be talked about in in all elements of your life, especially with your youngins. You know what I'm saying? Teach them boundaries. Teach them how to respect their own boundaries and set their boundaries without having to feel uncomfortable or feeling that they have to do away with their boundaries to please others. And with that being said, that's where compassion fatigue comes from, which I also tend to suffer from. You know, at times where I would work in this field because, well, you know, I wasn't as sure of setting my own boundaries because I was so focused on people pleasing. You know what I'm saying? And people pleasing could be your greatest downfall, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? You can't please everybody and you definitely can't please everybody if you don't even respect yourself enough to to, to protect your own boundaries you know what i'm saying and that is something that i have learned over time it's like if people don't respect your boundaries it's up to you to tolerate it or not you know don't feel obligated to keep relationships where the boundaries are not mutual uh mutually respected at that you know so kind of where i was going with that um here individualism is valued highly in some societies which place a great importance on personal space and individual liberty, freedom, um, personal freedom. You know, other cultures, and uh, on the other hand, are more collectivistic and may not place as much emphasis on personal boundaries. And that, what I mean by that, is like uh, I don't know if you ever heard of a troglodyte before, but they're they're like identified as the cave people, and they have their own tradition, and they all follow this tradition together, meaning. If your individual views or individualism clash with that collectivism, they kick you out. You're no longer a part of this tradition, this family, because you ended up having an individual mindset, individual um, wake-up call to your own maybe personal boundaries, views, values, and beliefs. But those things didn't work. Those essential keys didn't coincide with them. The collectivistic view, you know, and uh, another example if that if that wasn't too clear, uh, think of church, you know, uh, think of a a person who's gay, and their parent their their dad is the pastor, and he knows if he comes out about being gay or if she comes out about being gay. They know that they're gonna be uh how can I say it, mm, what's a good word, you will kind of be disowned. Now I'm going to just, you know, lack for better words, you'll be disowned from the family, right? Uh, they'll look down upon you. Then you'll have to probably hear many things about you probably having to go to hell. God would he want this? This is what would Jesus do? And, and many other things that go along with their tradition, that collectivistic view, because of your own individual beliefs, perspectives had collided with that, you know? And so, Once again, you know, this is what I mean by being able to open up that door of communication with your child uh, and with your friends, with your uh, therapist or your client, um, with any relationship you have. And that can be any essential relationship that you have with people is having those boundaries addressed. Because, you know, growing up not being able to understand fully what boundaries are or being taught boundaries or being refused. Um, Or uh, having your boundaries denied Because of a collectivistic view uh, It could really really shatter Your confidence and it can really shatter Your personal identity Then you'll develop uh, Difficulty kind of trying to find a sense Of purpose you know what I'm saying so This is what I mean by When I say essential boundaries are keen To your relationships You know so Want y'all to like kind of you know Reflect on that a little bit And And if it relates to you in some type of way, you know, and you feel like you need to talk to somebody specifically about this, like, you know what, like, I need to go talk. uh, Don't rush it, you know, you know, process it um, because you don't want to go into these conversations with uh, that, that animosity, you know what I'm saying? With the, oh, I should have said this or I should have did this or I should have talked about this a long time ago. Now I feel disrespected when you come to a realization about something. Come calm and cool and collected. You know what I'm saying. That's the best way to approach debates, arguments. You know what I'm saying. Being calm, cool and collected. Collect your thoughts. Um, recollect, reflect before you go into these conversations, because these conversations could bring some discomfort in the relationship. You know, and that's 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 perfectly normal. Remind you that it's okay if there's some discomfort, whether there's anxiety in there or there's a you know just you know you don't feel like Like You feel like it's a little weird You're like okay I didn't know that Now this is good to hear But it's progress in a relationship When there is a mutual respect A mutual understanding And then there is a change in the action You know what I'm saying When you see that change in the behavior That actually works for your boundaries And you're doing the same You know once again reciprocity It's my word all year I mentioned that You know when you see that reciprocity uh, It goes a long way your relationship would be stronger than it was before. You know what I'm saying? So address those boundaries, man. Keep those boundaries open and let people know, like, "Hey, this is what it is." You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't appreciate you coming at me this way. I don't appreciate the fact that this. Da, 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 da. Um, is there anything I'm doing? Open that dialogue too. Like, is there anything that I'm doing that's crossing your boundaries? You know, and just hear them out. You know what I'm saying? And it can make the relationship. It could break the relationship all based on the person that's all based on the personal um all the, based on their interpersonal you know uh communication skills uh, uh all based on uh, on their perceptions on the boundaries that are being talked about you know and pay attention to what I mentioned earlier the cognitive distortions you know what I'm saying uh, minimization magnification um over catastrophizing over generalizing Uh, All those things, mind reading, uh, uh, jumping to conclusions, you know, um, fortune telling, uh, all or nothing thinking, you know, all these play a role in boundaries. When I was talking about CBT and I was talking about views of the world, views of self and views of others, boundaries, you know what I'm saying? All goes back to that, too. Uh, You know, your relationships with people. Why did some relationships didn't work out? Why were some of your closest or some of your best friendships are now at a halt or now at an end? There was a boundary issue somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Let's be real. I mean, whatever the boundary issue is, that's what it is. But generally speaking, it was a boundary issue that led to that. And I feel like the more and more we're able to talk about boundaries um, with our people, the better the relationship. You know what I'm saying? And it brings awareness, not just to yourself, but to others. Then it helps them be aware also of their boundaries and boundaries of others with the people that they know and that they're close with, And it could just, you know, once again, be a, a, you know, circle of life, you know, where we're like, okay, we're teaching people by modeling this behavior. You know, you're modeling it by talking about it with people and opening that dialogue. It's okay if you feel some type of discomfort, but the progress that is made with it is is what counts. When there's no progress being made after it, or you start feeling people distance themselves or, you find yourself distancing yourself from them, then it's just not meant to be. Don't put yourself in that situation once again, go back to protecting your energy. And if if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If it does, that's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Because now you know you can have that conversation with this person. Now you know there's a mutual respect there. Healthy boundaries serve the crucial role, the important role, of allowing people to take responsibility and accountability for themselves and their actions, while also preventing them from taking responsibility or and accountability for the feelings and needs of others in an unfair or inappropriate manner. That is just, that's just straightforward. You know, that just goes back to what I just said. You know what I'm saying? Boundaries that are well-defined can lead to stronger relationships and prevent a person from being deceived, abused, otherwise mistreated by others, you know? Like I mentioned um, last episode in my CBT episode when I was working with SA victims is that, you know, the boundaries wasn't there. And that's why some of those victims tend to keep going to the man that hurt them most. You know what I'm saying? It's because this is what's being reiterated every time. And, and it's, it's not like they're being reassured that their boundaries are just as important, you know. And once again... It's it's a crucial element and it's a crucial, essential factor in everybody's life. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it'll make your life easier when you're able to protect your boundaries and respect the boundaries of others. And then when you're able to do that, it shows your communication skills, it shows how you approach situations, it develops awareness. And it goes back to what I was talking about with CBT. That's why I love C B T because you remember what I was saying? The antecedent, the behavior, and the consequential feeling. ABC, the ABC model. Remember? The activating uh, event, the behavior that, that 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 led to it, and the consequence, you know what I'm saying? You know, put your boundaries in that model. You know what I'm saying? Put your boundaries in that model. Find the find event that led to a thought and a belief that led to a consequential feeling. And and, and see on paper. Write it down on paper and just see all of what may have went wrong, what you could do, uh, what you think the person could do, but it also teaches you more of how you could approach it and what you could do. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it wasn't meant to be. Actually, it was meant to be that way. Then you could just separate yourself from the situation. But it's good to see it out on paper and it's, it, it helps people when you, when you have it on paper because now with this ABC model, you're able to kind of layer out a whole event a whole circumstance on using an ABC model. And there's many other models out there, but I'm using the one that I'm, you know, more competent in to your life and to how you communicate with others. And yo, you can't tell me that's not dope to be able to see why you had that thought and feeling. And it's because you constantly, you wasn't taught or you wasn't aware that every time you had this thought and feeling and you attack that belief to a consequential, a consequential behavior or uh, feeling, you you started seeing like, oh man, every time I feel this way or think this way or have this belief, I tend to always be in this situation. And now that I see it out, I'm starting to see a behavioral pattern, a thought pattern of my own personal conflicts, my own internal personal conflicts that I haven't fully confronted. And when you confront your own interpersonal conflicts, your awareness shoots up just like a credit score after you just paid off some shit. You know what I'm saying? And you start realizing a lot that you could do differently by the way you communicate with people, by the way you handle situations. And when you work on yourself in that way, you can make a difference in your world, in your reality, in your life. Remember that. Every situation can always be altered. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, every situation can be altered. You know, it's all based on how you handle it. If you're normally handling it by, getting louder with the person because they're loud or you ready to thump because shit, they, they looking like they they getting out of character and you feel like you got to prove yourself and you got to beat their ass to get a point across. Let me tell you something. Beating somebody's ass never get them. You know how many people's ass got beat and they still haven't learned their lesson? They still talking shit. Like, that, that physical violence and all that shit don't really teach a damn thing. You know what I'm saying? If you see how... You know, our brothers is dying and they're seeking vengeance and then it's constantly killing and killing and killing and killing and killing. It's like this circle of hurt is going to keep going because nobody's deciding to break that chain. You know what I'm saying? It's like that that shit don't lead to no... The only consequence that it leads to is death, jail, and hurt onto the family. It does nothing else besides that. But when you're able to be aware and communicate, separate yourself from the situation, put yourself first, prioritize your boundaries develop your connectedness, your interpersonal communication skills, you're able to change a lot in life. You you know what I'm saying? Like you'll be able to alter a lot of patterns that you are used to seeing because you have never you haven't had that awareness to work on it. And now that you have that awareness, now it's like your reality is in your hands. You feel me? Now it's like it's all on you. You can't control how others feel. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you can control how the world perceives you or how the world acts around you. I'm not saying that. But you can make some alterations. You know what I'm saying? We always see those movies where uh, they have that, those two choices, and then when they do this choice, it didn't work. Then they, have the, then they rewind and recap. It's like uh, they, they rewind back in life, and then they tried this, and then it, this situation worked compared to this one that they tried. And it's like that's kind of like how life is it's like, okay, what if, you know, I, I approach it this way instead of approaching it this way. Because I know if I approach it this way, I, it may lead into this. But if I approach it this way, it could lead into this. You know? Uh, in a more positive light, a more uh, healthier way of communication. It, it solves a lot of issues, you know what I'm saying? A lot of friendships can be saved. A lot of relationships can be saved by simply communicating boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Why you think there's that baby mama and that baby daddy drama? Why you think... uh Niggas in the hood don't they have they they don't get along with niggas in their hood, you know. Uh, let's be one hundred, you know. If we really gonna keep it real, why why are people with their own individual beliefs in a collectivistic society or upbringing that they came? Why are they not able to be themselves in their own family? You know what I'm saying? Why are they not able to express themselves openly and healthy with their own family without? dealing with the fact that you're going to get shunned or you're going to get disowned. You know, like I said, boundaries, man, is crucial. It's a crucial element to our life, yo. For real, for real. Consider whether there are any areas of your life that your boundaries have been rigid and potentially holding you back from growth. Part of setting boundaries is also acknowledging when you can be more open to growth that you can come from stepping out of your comfort zone. So like I said, you're going to deal with that discomfort when you discuss these boundaries, but that's progress. When you feel that discomfort, that's progress. You know what I'm saying? Get out of that comfort zone, get out of that comfort element, and learn to be discomfort, feel that discomfort for a minute, kind of embrace that so you can learn about your internal self. You know what I'm saying? Challenge those defense mechanisms, challenge those projections, confront those internal conflicts. And your self-awareness will increase. And like I said, all the time. It doesn't happen overnight. So you got to embrace and trust in the process of working on yourself. That is the true keys. These are true keys of self-reflection right here. Self-reflection isn't just like you wake up and be like, oh, I'm about to change, be a changed man today. But you're not really putting in the the steps, the, the effort, and taking the small baby steps that may seem tedious, but you're not taking those steps to learn. You're trying to take... Big steps, and every time you take those big steps, man, you you skipping over things, and then you you're gonna end up stepping on something that's gonna have you slip and bust your ass. And then when you find it hard to get up because you don't hurt yourself so bad, it was like you was never taught that those little falls was gonna build your character. Now that you took this one fall because you're so used to taking these big steps, it's hard for you to get up. The pain is hurt. You're dealing with this anguish that you don't you can't seem to overcome. Sometimes you gotta take. Take those big steps backwards and then work your way up with those little steps and then trust in the process that way. And be ready to fall, but those little falls is going to be minor. And you're going to get right back up and keep walking, but keep taking those baby steps and and embracing and trusting the process. You will get there. Rushing to get there isn't going to get you to where you want to be, you know, because you're going to be disappointed in setting high expectations for yourself, just like you will with others. Setting high expectations with no work is just no progress. It's just going to lead you into depression. It's going to raise your anxiety. And it's just going to cause you to be unhappy with your life, unhappy with yourself. And it's going to make it harder for you to develop a sense of purpose. For real, for real. Take those small steps. Before you can set boundaries, the first step is acknowledging what they are. Okay? That's very key. Like I said, write it down on paper. What are your What are your boundaries? What are your boundaries? Consider what your preferences are for each of the boundaries listed, and whether they are any that you've been neglecting, make those a priority. Hey, straight up. Like I said, I'm about to drop this article for y'all, man. It's going to be on xcorriga.com slash knowledge, uh, because that's what I'll be dropping, man. And... uh you know, I want y'all to tap in with it and challenge your boundaries, challenge yourself, challenge your internal self and see uh, what you need to work on. You know what I'm saying? And when you're able to work on yourself, then your your communication, your connectedness with relationships outside of self will will be at its best. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, you can't mend every relationship. So don't force yourself to mend every relationship. If it ain't meant to be, separate yourself, protect your energy, be aware, and move uh, forward. You know what I'm saying? Don't move ass backwards. Don't go people-pleasing. Don't go putting yourself in this, this fatigue in life that you have to please everybody by not putting yourself first. At all. It's okay to be selfish sometimes. It's okay to be selfish. And what I mean by that is putting yourself first, acknowledging yourself. Your self-care, your self-priorities, your self-awareness, your self-resiliency, your self-strength, those are things that is okay to be selfish for because it'll help you be better for those, for other people. It'll help you. You know what I'm saying? When they say you got to love yourself in order to love somebody else, I mean, you know, some people may agree with that saying, some may disagree. I agree with it because I feel that when you're able to acknowledge yourself and love yourself and truly work on yourself, you won't have that expectation for somebody to do what you can't do for yourself, and then you will see life falling in place for you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, y'all. That's that's pretty much a little brief uh, on the, today's episode about setting boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Set those boundaries. No matter where you at, they don't give a damn if it's family, church work, you know what I'm saying, associates, uh, social media, I mean, you know, if they don't respect your boundaries, it ain't the person for you, but your your boundaries is your own personal space, it's your, your personal identity that you deserve to protect and respect, and if those can't respect or protect, well, not so much protect, but if they can't respect your boundaries, then they ain't the person for you, you feel me, so needless to say, make sure you you know prioritize your yourself you know prioritize yourself in that manner and watch your life you know work watch everything align you know what i'm saying everything will align the second you put yourself first sometimes it's okay to put yourself first so you can go ahead recollect and come back with a restructured cognition a tougher tougher skin tougher heart and Developed awareness, and everything's going to fall into place. you got to trust in the process. you got to embrace in the process. And then your mental health is just going to be improving time after time. And this is something you have to practice daily throughout the day. You know what I'm saying? You can't lack on it. Like, your mental health is just as important as your physical health. What happens when you don't take care of your physical? There's a lot of health conditions that get involved. So when you don't take care of your mental, there's a lot of health conditions that get involved okay so make sure you keep in mind that healthy boundaries can look different across different friendships different cultures different worldviews you know and a good place to start is by evaluating your own personal boundaries straight up so that is today's episode y'all um once again make sure you go on my website www.xri.com I got tabs up there for tabs you can click on underlying perceptions lead you to the podcast the first tab will lead you to my music and social medias um The uh, knowledge tab is where I'm going to drop this article on boundaries. And also, there's many other articles that I also have uh, written. And then my other tab is to contact me. So if, you know, you need to contact me, get in touch with me, tap in. You know, my email and my social medias is right there for y'all. So tap in with me, hit me up, and, you know, let me know what's up. What's some underlying perceptions y'all would like to share, you know? But uh, to wrap it up, I just want to say thank you guys again. Shout-outs to Room Service radio, you know what I'm saying? They the best. You see it on the ticker right below me, man. Make sure y'all tap in with the website. Tap in with all the other podcasts on the platform, man. It's really lit, educational, and all of the above, man. Everything y'all looking for in a podcast, we have a show for it. We have a show for all of that. I promise you, this platform is too damn lit. By far one of the best platforms in the city of Vegas. You know what I'm saying? In the state of Nevada. You feel me? If somebody want to prove me wrong, then you can try, but Room service radio, man, facts. One of the best podcast platforms here, man, because we, we got a gist of it all. We got everything. What What, what is it that y'all want to listen to? What is it that y'all want to hear? You know, music, turn up, mental health, educational finances, <laughs> shit talking. What y'all want? We got it here, man. This platform is lit. So I want to say thank you. And, uh, you know, once again, much love, everybody. And you know the mantra, be real. You don't have to be perfect. All right, y'all.